Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What's up? Thursday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit Pearl River Resort. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad with you on this Thursday. Great to be with you, as always. Ceasefire text line is open if you want to join the conversation. Hit us up. On the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Plenty of good that is happening at ceasefire, like uh, your ability to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited only for prepaid by ceasefire. Get unlimited on ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay, no pay, uh, credit checks, and no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash prepaid. What's up, fellas? Going to be honest, and we don't have to spend any time on this other than uh, all-time news dump for the college football fix, but I've been distracted today. I have, generally speaking, going into this show, I am as red as I can possibly be about anything involving sports. I even, a few weeks ago, uh, talked to our program director about that. Just, it, if we if we needed six hours of radio, I could do it. If you asked me what was up in hockey, I could tell you. I can do it all. I read as much as I can leading up to the show, prepared thoughts, all that, every single day. I didn't do that as well today as I usually do. I couldn't. I've been distracted by what's going on around the world, and it's it was just kind of hard to block that out today, getting ready to talk about sports. It was just, it was, you know, woe was me. It was difficult today to, to not think about and consume that out there today, getting ready for the show today. And you know, it's it's been a long time since we have had a world event as consuming of every news outlet on planet Earth is the one that you've got going on right now uh, with the uh, the conflict between Russia and the Ukraine. And you know, it's. Because so many have become so distrusting of media, it's like when you're reading these news stories, you're like, okay, is this just what's happening or is this some agenda-driven piece 
Because I just want to know what's happening. Like, I want to understand why and what's driving this. And um, I don't know that anybody has 100% clarity. Because nobody's got to peek into the mind of Vladimir Putin, who is a person that is just absolutely filled with evil. I mean, just a wretched human being that is has launched an attack on a, a country that was, for the large part, kind of minding its own business, just happened to be a neighbor in the wrong neighborhood, and they're, as a result, seeking the wrath of the power-hungry um, Vladimir Putin and, and Russia. It's, ooh, I, I agree with you, Borky, and I, I got to admit, I have not spent as much time reading and researching and following. I mean, obviously, Russia and Ukraine have been in the news a lot for the last month. You know, tensions escalating, buildup of troops at the borders, et cetera, but Putin continuing to deny that he was going to do anything, which we all probably thought was a farce, but not really diving into what was going on and why. And so I feel like I've kind of been playing catch-up in terms of the news from that part of the world. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I was up until probably three thirty in the morning. I, I just couldn't stop. I couldn't stop reading and watching. And, and, and anyway, sorry to start the show on that to kind of note, but you asked how we were, and, and I'm distracted today. I, I have been unable to look away. Yeah. Hey, Dan, what's up with you, man? Less. Yeah, <laughs> just. I haven't. I haven't really. Du- I, I don't want to. I don't want to dive into that. So, uh, just sort of here, ready to talk sports. Ready to try to provide some distraction to people who may be like Borky and then you know a little concerned with those. I mean, there's obviously a reason to be concerned, but you know, hopefully we can uh, we can give you three hours to to put your mind on something else. Yeah. That was that will that was be appreciated. Saying, I'm gonna grab this steering wheel if I can, and I'm gonna try and ver- swerve us yeah. over here, which needed let's, to be done. Let's it, this exit here. Let's take this exit. Yeah, that's that's my bad. It just uh, no, it's all good. No, it's not your bad. It's not your bad. He asked me. you how you were doing, and he, you wanted to talk, and then that's your. This is your platform and your forum to do that. You got yeah. three hours, buddy. I got some takes on music next if you want them. There you go. On what? Uh, just uh, I've, I've got a a music take, it, one that I've been really, really wanting to to get out there, but I haven't just had the right opportunity to get it out there. We all know that you love ABBA. Well, that and and you know people take a chance, know. Take a chance. 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 <laughs> chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Sorry. Well, and, and people know my feelings on Bruce Springsteen. I think he is uh, the single most overrated. Musician of all time. I do. I really do. Um, I think he and Bob Seger should be looked at oppositely. You know, Seger's great, but he doesn't get near the credit that Springsteen does, and he's way better than Springsteen. His catalog destroys, in my opinion, Springsteen's. It's just me. But Tommy Shaw, I think, is on the Mount Rushmore of greatest frontmen of all time. And I will die on that hill. All five foot two of them from sticks, Tommy Shaw. When you pair his guitar playing ability and his vocals and songwriting, I think he belongs in the Mount Rushmore of frontmen with uh, 
Steve Perry and Pat Green, obviously. <laughs> no, not Pat Green. Ah. Freddie Mercury. And I'm a homer, but I think all four of the members of Led Zeppelin are in the Mount Rushmore of their group. So those are my top four front men. And I think Tommy Shaw belongs in that group, and that's a take I'll die on. No Mick Jagger? I like I would I know it's crazy and I love the Rolling Stones, but Mick Jagger can only sing and move around like crazy. I think when you add Shaw's guitar playing ability paired with his vocals, I would put him over Mick Jagger. And that's a hot take, so there you go. So we had basketball last night, and there was one game of the two involving the teams from the state of Mississippi. How was that for a jump cut, by the way? <laughs> it's like we are just all over the place. Let's go. All over the place. The uh, the game in Columbia, South Carolina, held some level of significance. I mean, Mississippi State was still kind of in long shot range for the NCAA tournament. But going into last night's game, almost inexplicably, they were sitting still at 46 in the net. But then they lost. And it frankly was not very competitive. They were down 12 at the half. They were down 15. They just kind of hung around like it never got into full-on blowout territory. But it was never really that close. I mean, Mississippi State outscores South Carolina by two in the second half, but all they could ever do, they could never get inside arm's length. It was like South Carolina kind of gave the stiff arm and was able to just keep it on the side of the helmet and just kind of keep it there, keep it there, keep it there, keep it there, and never never, allow Mississippi uh, State to really get any closer. Never closer than 10 in the second half. Yeah. In a game that we all said, gave it the Michael Borky, absolute must win. State just got spanked. They trailed the entire game. They never led 0-14 from the three-point line. I mean, they played like they just had games to spare, and now it's over. Now it's time to move on to the next thing. Has Mississippi State officially gotten to the point where the only way they get into the NCAA tournament is to win the SEC tournament? That's what Ben Hallen said last night. Really? Yeah, said it straight up. said, I don't think we can get in as a at-large. We have to win the SEC tournament. Which is just not going to happen. I know what you're Nothing that you've seen this season leads you to believe that that can happen. Yeah, you're going to you, you, you want to try and make it like, well, you know, it seems unlikely. No, it's just not going to happen. They would have to win on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They're not going to get a double bye. But they're not going to be in the bottom four either. Right. And, and so they will play their first game on Thursday, and they'll have to win that, and they'll have to win on Friday, and they'll have to win on Saturday, they'll have to win on Sunday, and I just don't see the firepower to be able to pull that off. Because it's not there. It's not going like, to happen. I mean, we, we've had we've kind of danced around this justifiably so because the shot has still been there for them. It has. The conversation has officially changed about the program, no doubt. I have a feeling John Cohen had a pretty interesting day at the office today. Let's talk more about that when we come back. Mississippi State now sixteen and twelve overall, seven and eight in the SEC. 
three games left in the regular season. One of those is against Auburn and then the SEC tournament. We'll take a time out. Come right back after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. Outside of your typical after-school traffic, we are seeing delays 20 eastbound in Clinton, just past Natchez Trace Parkway. Expect delays in the area. Otherwise, buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech Mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get where you want to go. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Of 
Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. So, talking before the break about the fact that maybe the conversation has changed for Mississippi State. Remaining schedule, Vanderbilt, that's Saturday at noon. Auburn, that is next uh, Wednesday night at 8. And then on the road next Saturday at Texas A&M, a night game as well. Winning those three by themselves, should we do it this way or no? I mean, I feel like they've been close enough that you've always had to talk about it in terms of, well, if, well, if. Yeah. And maybe there is still a well-if here because Vanderbilt's at 79 in the RPI and A&M's at 72 in the RPI and Auburn is at 11 in the RPI. I don't think Mississippi State's beating Auburn. I'm not sure that I think they're going to beat Vanderbilt on Saturday. They might. tend to think they'll beat A&M. But, you know, They've won one road game this year. But if they win all three of those, does their RPI go from 53, where it is now, to 41? Setting up a scenario where if they went on Thursday and Friday, they've got a good enough resume to get in? But, but, but think about what I just described. You would have to be... Three straight top 100 RPI teams, one of them on the road, and then probably two more, or at least one more, but probably two more top 50 RPI teams or top 75 RPI teams for a five-game winning streak to even have a chance to be an at-large team. But probably it would take a win on Saturday as well, which means six in a row. And so are we just wasting air by saying those things out loud? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. If a Thank frog you. had longer legs, you know the rest. So, yeah, there, th- th- this is over. This season. That's such a good saying. You kind of did a disservice by not finishing it. Am I allowed to finish it, Borky? What's what's the what's the I don't I don't I mean, know the expression. Butt. So uh, I can't. Oh. No, 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 no. If I can't do it, if I can't do it the right way, I'm not going to do it. So no. If a no. frog had longer legs, he wouldn't bump his butt every time he jumps. See, it doesn't have the ah, same impact. I see. It doesn't have the good. same impact without the, the word in there. That's pretty yeah. good. Anyway, no, I think the, the, the if you want to talk about Mississippi State basketball, the time has come to move from, well, if they do this, they can make the tournament to who will be the head coach for Mississippi State next season. All right, so the most basic question then is, Will Ben Howland be the head basketball coach at Mississippi State next year? I can't see that. I just can't. I can't see how you can justify bringing back a coach who's made one trip to the NCAA tournament in seven seasons. With He's had two teams that preseason everybody would have predicted in. And then this year and three years ago, obviously the pandemic canceled the tournament, but that team was, was not in when when the season was canceled. They were still out. They were still, they need to win here in, in, in Nashville, win a game, something like that. They were not in. So, I mean, fan interest is at an all-time low with this program. 
Borky put it in the rundown. The game Saturday is at noon. Baseball plays at 2. Who's going to the basketball game? Probably nobody. Probably, you know, a couple thousand. And there's just no excitement. And you're building a new stadium. I mean, it's a renovation, but you're putting together a new stadium. you got to get some excitement. you got to get some tickets sold. You can't do that with Ben Allen anymore. You just can't. You said all-time low. Lower than Rick Ray? I think because Rick Ray was, what, three years, and it just, it just ended. This is seven years of, of, of this, and it's just been downhill since 2018-19 when you went to the tournament. And it's been frustrating. You've watched good teams lose games they have no business losing. You can't get a handle on your series with Ole Miss, a series that you dominated for a decade plus prior to this. You just it, it, it's it's just it's just not fun. Mississippi State basketball is not okay. fun. It's that, not entertaining. That, that's interesting to me that, that you put that in there as part of the deal. Like I know I know the the, the Ole Miss thing to Mississippi State is a really big deal. You you have you have drilled that into my head. But that strikes me as a football thing. Well, not so much a basketball thing. You think his record against Ole Miss factors into the decision here? I think that he has some loss. First off, Ole Miss has not been great through Howland's tenure. And he has losses to them that they've they've crushed momentum. Look at this this past year. Look at this 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 the loss in Oxford this year. You know, you you, you beat Arkansas in the first game of SEC play and you're like, "Okay, Moving forward, here we go. And then you go up there and you just get crushed. I mean, they lost by 10, but that was much worse than that. A couple of years ago, the the, the Reggie Perry-Robert Water year, they lost by 40 in Oxford. <laughs> I mean, it's just been bad. And, it, I mean, part of that is you, you can't be a coach at Mississippi State in any sport if you don't beat Ole Miss consistently. You, you just can't. But Howland has found a way to lose that game in the – most momentum crushing way possible. Right, it feels like right when he's got the fans like, all right, I'm going to buy back into basketball. He finds a way to lose to Ole Miss, and everybody's like, why, why, why would I get involved? You can't even beat that terrible Ole Miss team. And th- this year was, I mean, this year was, it's inexcusable. That's a terrible Ole Miss team, and they handled you in Oxford. The losses in SEC play ten to Ole Miss the first time around. Single digits. Eight-point loss to Florida. Eight-point loss to Kentucky. Eight-point loss to Arkansas. Nine-point loss to Tennessee. Four-point loss to LSU. Five-point loss to Alabama. And then another double-digit loss last night by ten. I mean, it, it it's two possessions a game in half of those losses from the conversation being completely different. Mm-hmm. But, hey, Dad, through that stretch of losing to Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, and Alabama, all by single digits, the story was exactly the same in all four games. Mm-hmm. Tied or had a lead and then had, like, a five-minute scoring drought. Had a meltdown. To end the game. Yeah. And in reality, Richard, this team's... Problem 
isn't those games you just mentioned. It's not all the quad one opportunities they squandered. It's four losses. It's Louisville, Minnesota, uh, Ole Miss, and now South Carolina. Those are all sub-90 net teams. If you had just won those four games, you're 20-8. and eight. And we're not having this discussion. We're talking about they're a five or a six seed. And, and, and it, you know, Ben Howland did it. He got, he, he got him back in the tournament. And he's going to, you know, be the coach for a while. But you lose four games to terrible teams. One of, Minnesota was at home. They've been awful since that game. Louisville is just god awful this year. They have a lot of reasons for that, but you lost them in a neutral site. And you get, you know, run off the court by Ole Miss and South Carolina on the road. I mean, South Carolina is a team you beat two weeks ago by 14, and that game wasn't even nearly that close. You led by as many as, I think, 25 before State just sort of took their foot off the gas and South Carolina went on a run to, to end the game. And, and now you lose to them. And like you said, you trailed by 19. You were never closer than 10 in the second half. You never led. You're 0 of 14 from behind the arc. You had two players in double figures. Garrison Brooks had two points last night. There's nothing, there's nothing left at this point. It's, it's time to move forward. And if, if they don't, I, I don't. Keeping Ben Hallen is the same thing as saying we're not really interested in men's basketball anymore. If you show up, great. If you don't, well, enjoy the, enjoy the month off before baseball season starts. Tell me if you agree with this statement. Ten years ago, Ben Hallen would have made the tournament multiple times at Mississippi State during his tenure if it happened, you know, 2010 instead of 2020. There was a time where where he might be in right now because they gave more weight to name programs, and if he could finish with 19 wins, maybe. Well, that and the, the rest of the SEC wasn't invested. True. It's true. Not like it is today. The league is now filled with with coaches, either great floor coaches, great recruiters, and sometimes a combination of both. It's yeah. a completely different game now around him. And you thought that Hallen was part of that. So, and, and I mean, when he was hired, who would have guessed it would have come to this? Not me. I mean, he was hired, and you were like, "Wow, three straight Final Fours at UCLA." Yes. I mean, that was that was the story. Success at every program he had been to. Sports Talk Mississippi. More coming up after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A murky, cloudy day today with a slight chance of rain, high near 71. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low around 40 degrees. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 53. And for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 52. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days. Only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns? 
guns to sell, be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show this weekend, Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5, at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Take the high street exit off I-55 and follow the signs. Exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the door prize. See you this weekend at the big one. Sure as shooting. Don't, Don't miss, miss it. It's Ford Truck Month. Now's the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel of a new Ford Maverick pickup. And get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of trucks. But you better get going. These deals won't last. Get to Ford Truck Month. Let's get after Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. My leg was painful, red, and swollen just doing the crossword puzzle. I could have put off telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. He told his doctor and found out his leg pain, swelling, and redness are deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to the lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. If you have one or more of these symptoms, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war, and now he and his country will bear the consequences. Today, I'm authorizing additional strong sanctions and new limitations on what can be exported to Russia. This is going to impose severe costs on the Russian economy, both immediately and over time. We have purposefully designed these sanctions to maximize the long-term impact on Russia and to minimize the impact on the United States and our allies. That was President Biden as he announced penalties the U.S. and its allies are placing on Russia after the Kremlin decided to attack Ukraine. On top of the export controls, Biden also announced that major Russian banks will be sanctioned. According to the first-term president, Putin's war with Ukraine won't last long if these sanctions are upheld. The notion that this is going to last for a long time is highly unlikely as long as we continue to stay resolved in imposing the sanctions we're going to impose. The Gallo Show and Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, March 3rd at the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from elected officials, legislators, and business leaders so that you can find out what's happening in our state. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. Did you know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind has been serving our community for over 80 years? MIB supports our efforts by selling the products we manufacture as well as offering office and janitorial supplies. MIB can help you kill COVID with our germicidal surface disinfectants and help keep your hands clean with our Purell soap and sanitizers. Shop with a purpose. You'll be helping yourself, your business, and other Mississippians. Check us out at msblind.org. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. 
We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Communication system is a go. Go! This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Continuing the Mississippi State basketball conversation. Hey, Dad, I don't know if you really took note of it or were swayed one way or the other when we visited with John Cohen last Thursday. It was a week ago today. And I asked him about, you know, basketball. I said, you know, obviously not a ton of momentum with the men's program right now. How does your evaluation process work? I think that's, I think that's the way I asked the question. Yeah. And he said, well, first of all, this basketball program is in a lot better shape today than it was when Ben Howland got here. And that is true. And that is true. But then he just kind of talked about finishing the season out and playing hard and We'll see how it goes, and you know it's an ongoing thing where we're looking at the program and having conversations and all of that. As I listened to him talk, I thought, I mean, he's saying what an athletics director is supposed to say. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he wasn't going to take that opportunity to go, well, you know, Richard, Brian, this is probably the end of the road. If they don't get to the tournament, this will be it for Ben Howard. He wasn't going to say that. Right. But he also was not going to paint himself into a corner by saying, look, Ben Howland has my, I mean, Ben Howland is and will be our basketball coach. Yeah. No vote of confidence either. Yeah. No. So, I mean, that's what you expect, right? That, that he's the athletic director. He's not going to talk in definitives until he absolutely has to. Wouldn't expect him to. But the impression you got from his comments to me was he's aware of what's happening, that things aren't going in the right direction. And that a change is, is going to have to happen if they don't start trending in the right direction. And now I don't think that they can trend in the right direction. So my guess is he is starting to spend parts of his day reaching out to agents, looking at college basketball coaches, and trying to find out who he wants to be the next one to lead this program. So that's where I was hoping we would take this conversation. It's a, a multi-part question, multiple questions that you guys have to a- answer one at a time, I suppose. First of all, you get the people, and I kind of played along with it because I find it fascinating, that have brought up the name Sean Miller and Rick Pitino. I think Rick Pitino's a non-starter because his scandals are not just paying players related. You can stomach paying players. Heck, you can even stomach a guy that had marital issues, right? But his are worse than that. He's bad guy with bad guy things in his past. But Sean Miller's interesting. Because the only thing that happened in Arizona was his players got paid. Legal now. 
Will that maybe vocal minority of fans get their wish? Will John Cohen kick the tires on a guy like him? And if not, where do you think he's going to start kicking his tires? I don't think Sean Miller will be much of a candidate for Mississippi State. I think there's probably a lot of fear that, you know, Will Wade, he, he didn't get fired, right? So it feels like it's a little different. Sean Miller got fired. It feels like there'll be something waiting on him when he gets back, a show cause, something. Then maybe you don't want to go go down. I think another name you didn't mention is Chris Mack, the former coach at Louisville. I don't know if he's interested in getting back into the game after, you know, just getting uh just getting fired at Louisville. That would be a great choice if he was. But I, I see State going the same route that Alabama went. Hold on. That other... why, why would Chris Mack be a great choice? He just ran Louisville into the ground. I, I think there's a lot more going on with, with Mack than just his coaching ability. That guy was great at Xavier. And Louisville is, is just a little different situation. I, I think Mack's still a good coach. Okay. But I don't. I don't think it matters because I think State will go the mid-major route. That's just my opinion. I think we should. You're looking at guys. You know, look at the guys who are going to make the tournament this year at the mid-majors and pluck one of them. Pluck the guy you like the the best. Is it you know Matt Mc, Matt, Matt McMahon at Murray State? Is it uh oh what's his name Bob Ritchie at Furman? I know Borky would be super excited. Uh, you know guys like that. That, that's that's the profile I think Mississippi State's going to look. Younger, mid-major guys who have been successful and they're ready to, to, to get the big raise and the big job at a big program. You got to talk to Bob Ritchie, right, Richard? Yeah, I came away pretty impressed with him, too. He, uh, yeah, It was coaches' calls before. I, I did the Mississippi State-Furman game on, on television back in, what was that, early December? Yeah. And... Um, he was impressive. He built a good resume. He's really kind of the only guy that has has won at Furman. I honestly could see him doing quite well, and John Cohen coming away impressed with Bob Ritchie. It's not because he is. Um, I don't want to say no nonsense. I don't know that that's the right way to describe it. But he's not just like, yeah, transfer willy-nilly all over the place. He's not the guy that's just saying what every other coach is saying. It, it, it's fine, let him transfer. He, he talked a lot about accountability and, you know, kind of the commitment that it takes to stick with it and trying to teach that to his players. And I asked him, I was like, like, you've had success. Why are you still at Furman? And he said, candidly, I've had some opportunities to leave. He said, but I believe in what we're doing here. And I wasn't just going to jump at the first opportunity that was out there. Now, does that mean if an SEC team says, hey, Come on down. He's probably ready to jump all of a sudden. Yeah. I would think. But no, he was a pretty impressive guy. His team's pretty good as well. Generally good shooters. Uh, that's not an easy place to win. So yeah. uh, we get somebody on the text line saying that's the hot message board rumor. So uh, 
for whatever it's worth to you, uh, even in a conference like the SOCON where they're not, you know, getting Nike to funnel them money or, or funnel them players with shoe deals and stuff like that, nobody in their league is. Furman's not an easy school to get into. In fact, it's kind of hard. It's also kind of a small school. And it's stupidly expensive. Very expensive. Um, And they don't really cut corners for athletes. And by not really, I mean they don't. So he's got to pick from a pool of players that is smaller than some of his counterparts within his conference. Western Kentucky is a much easier school to get into than Furman. Chattanooga is easier to get into than Furman, and so on. Uh, They don't cut corners for athletes, so he's got a small pool of players to pick from because he's got to make sure they can get into the place. And he's still winning with them, for whatever that's worth to you. Talent evaluation seems to be a strong suit for him. Yeah. And then, you know, beyond those names, I mean, uh, Mark Pope has done a really good job at BYU, played in the SEC. He would be, you know... He and George Brooks would probably be the two tallest uh, coaches in the SEC if that were to happen. Um, I've heard the name Kim English at George Mason, but he's only in his first season there, and he's not being overly successful. But they, everybody thinks he's like a coach of the future, but maybe not one year at a group of five or a mid-major to go to the SEC kind of. I don't think that would be a good fit. Uh, and then Richie Riley's name has come up at South Alabama. I've seen his name a lot, but he has not been overly impressive at South Alabama. That would that would be one that I would just straight up call disappointing if Mississippi State went that route. I think I think McMahon is sort of that's like the best case scenario, right? He's been super successful at Murray State. Obviously, he recruited John Morant, Morant and, and and made him a star. That's the guy that if you said I, I could pick a name out of the hat, and that's the guy I could pick. That that's probably I would, as good as you can do. I wonder what. I'm the guy that fa- – the story about John Moran's recruiting, by the way, is fascinating. Apparently a vending machine really helped in that. Wouldn't have yeah. seen him without going to the vending machine. Uh, I wonder if that helps in the recruiting trail, though. You see the guy that's you know, dunking through the roof and has got the Grizzlies winning at an unprecedented level and just an incredible superstar? I found that guy. wonder what that does. About Grant McCaslin at North Texas, be a good choice. He spent two years in the early 2010s as a head coach in the Lone Star Conference at Midwestern State, and then from 2011 until 2016, he was Scott Drew's assistant at Baylor. Mm-hmm. He had one year at Arkansas State where they went 20 and 12 and he is in his fifth season at North Texas. Mm-hmm. Last year they went to the NCAA tournament. This year they are 20 and 4 and 13 and 1 in conference play. Yeah. And then the other option and I, these are games I can't give you cuz I don't know them. But who are the the top assistants for the top programs? Who are the top guys right now at Duke, Kansas, places like that? Is this the time that you finally give Kenny Payne a shot? His name came up when Stansbury left. Yeah. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass deeds in Richland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Still seeing delays on 20 now eastbound and westbound in Clinton just to the east of Natchez Trace Parkway. Also seeing the delays back on the stack, 20 westbound at Gallatin and up in Madison County delays 55 northbound just past 463. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, and excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. Get the most out of your tax refund with a new set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center, Jackson's proudest community sponsor with four convenient locations to serve you. Along with our great prices, your new Kenda tires come with a kind of protection you can't find anywhere else, like free road hazard, free flat repair, free tire rotations and balancing, free inspections, and more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. Eric Bowling is on Newsmax, giving you the real truth. Find Newsmax on cable, on streaming, or on your app for the really big news. Eric Bowling, The Balance, exposes the hidden dangers of inflation to your investments, your home, even your Social Security and Medicare. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your operator doesn't carry it, call them, tell them you want it. Download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching now. Make the switch to Newsmax today. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to, back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. to start the 4 o'clock hour. Teddy Cahill from Baseball America will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, Brian Haydad. We've talked a lot of Mississippi State basketball in the first hour of the show. Ole Miss played last night and uh, got beat at Auburn. Did you guys watch any of that game? Yeah. Okay. So, when I get home from work, generally it's you know we we eat right away, spend a little time with a little guy, get him bathed in in bed, and so it's not until about seven thirty, seven forty five that I can have an uninterrupted view of sports. I can put it on if I need to before then, but you know I got stuff going on. Sure. Last night didn't put the game on. Get James to bed. Sit down, and I see on Twitter that Ole Miss has cut it to three. And I thought, well, they cut it to three, pulled up the box score. They were getting beat badly, fought back, put my phone down, go get changed, come back to my phone, get ready to put the game on TV, and they were down like 17. So I didn't bother putting it on because at that point it was a blowout in the second half. I was planning on it, but alas. I watched a good bit of it. Um, bits and I, I turned it on probably midway through the first half. Game started at seven thirty, and really watched most of the second half. And there were a couple of things that stood out. Number one, Bruce Pearl has built something that is so special at Auburn. That. Crowd, that arena, those students, the engagement, the volume, the intensity. It's special, man. What they've got going surrounding Auburn basketball is special. That's number one. Number two, Auburn is really, really fun to watch because they are ridiculously athletic. Ridiculously athletic. Walker Kessler, you know, big, big old tall white guy. You kind of expect him to lumber around and not be. Dude's an athlete. Got eight blocks last night. Probably should have been credited with at least one more. He plays above the rim. He's not looking to get it up there and get it off the glass. He is looking to absolutely flush it. Flanagan is athletic. Katie Johnson is insane. Wendell Green is ridiculous. Zepp Jasper is good. Cambridge is, you know, he only plays 20 minutes a game. Wildly explosive. 
You just got a bunch of dudes, and they run and run and run, and if you get a, miss a shot, they catch it, and they're out of the gates. So that was number two. Auburn's really fun to watch. Number three, Auburn gets a little sloppy with the basketball sometimes. And a team that was a little better and a little more disciplined than Ole Miss could have perhaps stolen one on the road last night against Auburn. When Ole Miss cut that lead down, they got it down to four. They had back-to-back possessions after cutting it to four where Auburn turned it over and Ole Miss couldn't convert. Missed the layup and then like threw it away in transition. Ole Miss had wait. Ole Miss turned it over twelve times. It certainly felt like more than that. Auburn turned it over twelve times. It felt like more than that. Observation number four: Ole Miss still plays really hard. They're just not great, right? They don't make enough shots. They don't make enough smart plays, and they don't have enough depth. And they play hard. And they've done that every time out this year. Luis Rodriguez was pretty good. I see her Brooks, Brooks was pretty good. Darkell Joyner was pretty good. Matthew Morell got took an elbow and didn't play the rest of the game. They were having a conversation at one point during the broadcast of if Jarkel Joyner comes back for an extra year, and Morell, you know, Morell's a year older and a year more mature and continues to grow. And, you know, Brakefield takes another step forward and has some more confidence. And Deshaun Ruffin's completely healthy? That's a really, really good backcourt. It's a backcourt that in a lot of ways is comparable to the backcourt that Tennessee has this year. Which is, like, stupid explosive good. So, I don't know what Ole Miss needs. But they got to make more shots. An offensive identity. And they got to be deeper. Kermit Davis has got to let, let it get his guys play a little bit more. I think they got to evaluate substitution pattern. We talked about this morning, and Borky made a good point there. It's like Jamin Brakefield, because Ole Miss had no depth, he had to stay on the floor. And it was almost like he got a little more confident as the game went along, knowing that he wasn't going to get yanked for one single mistake. We'll be back. Teddy K. He'll join us next. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Rich Dennison. The U.S. is imposing more sanctions targeting Russia for its invasion of Ukraine, the latest aimed at the country's financial and tech sectors, along with its oligarchs. Putin's aggression against Ukraine will end up costing Russia dearly economically and strategically. We will make sure of that. President Biden today again saying U.S. troops won't fight Russians in Ukraine, but he is sending more military assets to show support for NATO allies in the region. A wide array of reaction from the international community to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Boris Johnson tweeting, I am appalled by the horrific events in Ukraine, but again, we are seeing China refusing still to criticize Russia's invasion, calling it an interplay of complex factors. Fox's Benjamin Hall at the State Department. This is a Fox News alert.
One Mississippi to Mississippi, <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank. In your corner, member FDIC. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve, and you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As Russian attacks continue in the Ukraine, Senator Roger Wicker is calling on President Biden and Congress to provide aid. Wicker, who is a ranking member of the Helsinki Commission, said this. Uh, my colleagues, Europe is at war at this very moment. The lives of tens of thousands of young Europeans hang in the balance at this very moment because of the delusional dictatorship currently controlled in control in Russia and because of his brazen attack. The free world deserves better than this modern-day Adolf Hitler. If Vladimir Putin's recent words and deeds have a haunting familiarity, it is because they are directly out of that Nazi madman's notebook. To keep up with the situation in Ukraine, head on over to supertalk.fm. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. The choices our teens make on prom night can impact them for the rest of their lives. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Because vehicle accidents are a leading cause of brain and spinal cord injuries in our state, we have teamed up with the Mississippi Highway Patrol to show young adults the serious consequences of poor choices behind the wheel. To learn more or book a Please Return on Monday program at your school, please visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. That's mdrs.ms.gov. During his address on Thursday, President Biden took a few minutes to talk about the effect Russia's attack on Ukraine could have on gas prices. I know this is hard and that Americans are already hurting. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me. But this aggression cannot go unanswered. If it did, the consequences for America would be much worse. President Biden also encouraged American oil and gas companies not to utilize this moment to raise fuel prices. To listen to the full remarks from the president, go to supertalk.fm. The Mississippi Department of Health has confirmed 541 new cases of COVID-19, bringing the state's total number of cases to 788,479. 30 COVID-related deaths have also been reported by the MSDH, totaling 11,984 Mississippians who have passed away from the virus. Currently, 1,514,537 Mississippi residents are fully vaccinated. For the full report, go to supertalk.fm. 
Life certainly has been challenging for all of us over the last two years. But I want you to know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind was there, providing our customers with all types of COVID PPE items to keep their businesses going. MIB was able to help our first responders, churches, daycares, and even truck lines with dependable ways to keep them safe. Shop with a purpose today, helping yourself, your business, and other Mississippians. Check us out at msblind.org. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here. Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah. Super Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Teddy Cahill joins us right now. Writes that Baseball America covers the college game as well as anybody. And uh, we've now had a, a, almost a full week of baseball. Uh, good, good opening weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday last week, Teddy. Had the Tuesday and Wednesday midweek games, and uh, I, I'm curious, you know, five games in for most everybody in the country, do you have a takeaway? You got an early hot take? I, I don't know that I have an early hot take. I, I'm trying to stay away from going crazy early in the season, but I, I've been impressed by, uh, you know, several teams. Obviously, what Long Beach State did last weekend in Starkville was, was really loud, and what Oklahoma State did in Nashville, and uh, those are probably two teams that early on have had me reconsidering maybe what their ceilings are. Yeah. So, so what is the ceiling for Long Beach State after you know making the trip across the country? Eric Valenzuela uh, kind of admitted that he had had that series circled. He he thought that it was going to be a great test for his team early. They go in, they win the first two, and and I don't think it's time to panic for Mississippi State by any stretch. But maybe on the Long Beach side of things, what does it mean for them? Yeah, I think that that was obviously a huge series win when you start looking at, you know, not only what it does for a team's confidence to go out on opening weekend, on opening day, and beat the reigning national champs in their park, but then you look at RPI implications down the line, and, you know, those are uh, a couple wins that are going to hold up very, very well throughout the course of the season. And if you're Long Beach State and you're playing in the Big West, uh, you know, we know that Big West teams can host, but we also know that they need to do something special. And, I mean, Long Beach State already has something special on its resume. And if you host, obviously that puts you in a better position to advance further into the postseason. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to go crazy and say that Long Beach State is, is going to Omaha right now or anything, but I think that's a team that's capable of it. What you saw over the weekend in terms of their pitching staff uh, was, you know, impressive. 
And the the lineup has a lot of younger players in it that I think are only going to keep getting better throughout the course of the season. So I really, you know, you have to love where they're at right now, and, and I like what the upside is for the dirtbags going forward, too. You know, so many people around the game of baseball are slaves to stats, right? They, they want to see the numbers, they want to see the numbers, and... You know, true baseball stat heads or sabermetricians or whatever will be quick to tell you that win-loss record for pitchers just really doesn't matter all that much. And that's probably a good thing in the case of Landon Sims because he was absolutely dominant in the opener. He gave up the one home run, and that was it. He took the loss, and a lot of people just look at it and go, oh, he's 0-1 on the year. doesn't really describe what uh, what he was. I know we talked to you a couple of weeks ago about that transition bullpen to the front. What did you see from Landon Sims that made you go, whew, this guy's going to be really good in this role? Yeah, I mean, it's really unfair to him to, to get saddled with that loss. I mean, 13 strikeouts in seven innings, and what really stood out to me the most about what he was doing is that he was so efficient. He, you know, everyone on opening weekend uh, is is going to be monitored carefully. That you know, it's a matter of ramping up. You're not going to go out and, and throw, you know, a hundred pitches, hundred plus pitches on opening weekend. So they had him on a, a tighter pitch count than he will be on going forward, and he's still got seven innings. And I, I think that's the the biggest thing. The efficiency, even while striking out 17 batters, the fact that he didn't walk anyone, um, you know, yes, he gave up a home run, but when you throw as hard as he does, you know, sometimes that's what's going to happen. And I, I walk away from that feeling great about his ability to continue as a starter. And, you know, I mean, Luis Ramirez put up six hitless innings. Those two guys going at it on Friday night were, were as good as you could be on opening day, I feel like, in, in both cases. Teddy, you said a second ago you don't want to overreact to week one, and I certainly agree with that. I asked another baseball writer earlier this week this question. If we're not supposed to overreact after week one, what do we make of 51 runs scored in three games by LSU? And conversely, what do we make of Florida hitting 186 as a team against Liberty and losing a series at home this weekend? Well, I think there are two different situations a little bit. You know, LSU playing against Maine, yes, 51 runs is loud, and yes, that is a lineup that we thought going into this season was potentially the best in the country. So in some respects, you can just say, well, that's that's what the best lineup should do against Maine. I don't know. I was a little more focused on what LSU did on the mound against Maine. I, I felt like they gave up more runs than I would have would have liked to have seen uh, if you're if you're looking at what LSU did over the weekend. Florida has some things to work out in the in the lineup i think that it's just a you know tough pitching staff for liberty not like the best pitching that florida is going to see by any means but that was a regional team a year ago they're the favorites in the a sun this year expected to get back to a regional and some guys had a tough weekend whether that's because they're pressing or you know whatever the case was Florida's going to hit better than they did over the week over the the, the last weekend, and honestly, so. you can look at their pitching again, much like LSU, and say, well, maybe the bigger problem is here because after Hunter Barco on Friday night, they didn't pitch as well as as they would have loved to. But I, I think in both cases, um, you know, obviously LSU is going to have worse weekends than they did against Maine. Florida is going to have better weekends than they did. It's a matter of finding where the middle is for those teams. And, you know, how, how good the middle is, you know, whether Florida can get that offense going at, at a, you know, better than average rate. And 
where LSU settles as, as they face better and better pitching. Is there anything in your mind to take away from Ole Miss's opening weekend? They played Charleston Southern. They were supposed to win three times. They won three times. Two of them were by run rule where they played an eight-inning game and a seven-inning game. Do you take anything away from the starter? Do you kind of have to wait really until next weekend when Ole Miss goes to UCF before you start making any decisions about what they are, if if they are what we thought they were going to be? Right, yeah. I mean, Charleston Southern is what they are. And, you know, it was great to see that Ole Miss went out and took care of business. That's what you want a team to do like that in, in that situation. I think that you can take away some individual things like Kemp Alderman hitting a ball 114 miles an hour just doesn't happen very often. Now the, we knew that Alderman had big time power. It's now getting to it more consistently. I thought that all the starting pitchers that they've used so far, um, you know, over the last week, thought they all had, you know, solid outings and that's encouraging because that's an area where obviously there's a lot of newness and, you know, Ole Miss is, is looking for some answers there after, uh, Nikhazy and, and Hoagland moved on. Uh, so I, I think you can take away some individual positives, but yeah, I mean, as a team, we're going to find out more about Ole Miss this weekend and we'll find out even more when they go to UCF. So week two, the schedule across the country is just kind of okay. It feels like it's kind of week three when it ramps up a little bit. You see some teams challenge themselves in, in the non-conference. Is there anything you're looking to this weekend uh, in terms of matchups or tournaments that are out there that, that we need to kind of be paying attention to? Yeah, it's kind of a rough weekend. There's only one matchup of top 25 teams, and it's a one-off because it's in a tournament, Arkansas and Stanford. Uh, it is a nice top 10 game, but it's only happening one time uh, yeah. on Saturday at the Round Rock Classic, uh, which has an intriguing field, um, but it's not it's not a blockbuster field, obviously, if we're only talking about one top 25 game. So I, there, there's not a one series or anything that, that is really captivating me. I'm interested in seeing how ECU bounces back after getting swept at home last weekend. They played North Carolina this weekend, so that's a an intriguing rivalry series anyway, even removing the, the context of ECU looking to bounce back. And, um, you know, Maryland, after sweeping Baylor on the road, what, what can they do going forward? And, you know, so there are some things like that. But in terms of the national landscape, this is, this is maybe a weekend where if you're, if you're looking to, for baseball beyond your team, you're going to have to dig a little bit further than normal. If it was a football matchup, we would all be focused on Austin, Texas this weekend with Alabama going to uh, to face Texas. It's a baseball matchup. We don't know still a ton about Alabama. I think most people kind of have them at the bottom of the SEC West. Can Alabama go to Austin and steal one? I mean, it could could they possibly win a series there? I would be very surprised if Alabama won the series. Could they steal a game? Yeah, maybe. Um Texas has not been challenged yet at all. They're five and zero, but Rice was was not a challenge, and, and Texas A and M Corpus Christi was not either. What I feel like hasn't happened yet for Texas is that you know, they've they've done what they need to do. Much like Ole Miss, you know, playing against a lesser opponent, they went out and they did everything you would want them to do. What is eventually going to happen to Texas, and hopefully it happens this weekend because it would make it more entertaining for. For everyone except for maybe you know the guys in the Texas dugout is that hopefully Alabama takes Texas's punch and actually punches back because that's that's what we haven't seen Texas have to handle yet and 
So hopefully the, the Tide are able to give them that kind of challenge. That's a regional team from a year ago. I think they could be a regional team again this year. Um, but in terms of winning a series, I, I would be surprised if, if Alabama went to Austin and did that. Did you come away at all impressed with Auburn to uh, to get a couple of wins down in Houston or in Arlington last weekend? Yeah, I, I was very impressed with the way they pitched. They gave up like five runs on the weekend, and um, you know they lost on opening day to Oklahoma, but it was a scoreless game until like the eighth inning. And you know it, Auburn's pitching last year was the real problem. They finished thirteenth in the SEC in ERA last year. They were fine offensively. They were a pretty solid defensive team. They just didn't have the right answers on the mound. So if Auburn is going to pitch at a high... From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. In Clinton, still seeing delays on 20 eastbound just past Natchez Trace Parkway. Also, typical congestion 20 westbound at the stack at Gallatin. And in Rankin County, look for delays on 20 eastbound just past exit 59. In Madison County, delays northbound on 55 at Highway 463. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Xmark and Skag mowers. Hartley has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all mower maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Hartley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck. Sounds like a deal. Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new Xmark or Skag zero-turn mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock Xmark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. 
Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. <laughs> On Super Talk Mississippi. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love as a man insane. You broke my wind. Oh, what a thrill. So yesterday in the SEC, these were baseball finals. Ole Miss fifteen to five over Arkansas State. That was in five innings. Kentucky three to two over Bellarmine. Bellarmine or Bellarmine? We'll go with Bellarmine. Alabama beat Alabama State. Tennessee beat UNC Asheville. The story from that game was Tennessee relief pitcher throwing a one hundred three mile an hour fastball in the game. Vandy beat Evansville 9-zip in six innings. It was called because of rain. Florida won over North Florida 3-1. Again, not a big offensive night for the Gators. Auburn beat Troy 13-1. Missouri beat Southern 19-8. And LSU goes down on the road. They go to Louisiana Tech and lose by a final of 11-6. Packed house, sold-out game in... um, uh, in Ruston last night, 2,529 was the attendance. Big student turnout and uh, a cool atmosphere for that game last night. Literally and figuratively, did you see the weather? It was cold. Oh, my gosh. So you have that crowd when you have unprecedented cold. I, I mean, I don't know how much of the game you watched. I didn't watch very much. I saw a bunch of highlights, though. And it looked like it was Packers, Giants at Lambeau in the playoffs, man. Just You could see every breath these guys were taking out here. Could you imagine hitting a baseball with a metal bat in that weather? Yeah, you want to hit it on the sweet spot. Yeah, don't let one don't. get it on the hands. Don't hit it off the end of the bat either. Just swing and miss, man. Uh, Tech jumped out to a 5 nothing lead. LSU came back and cut it to one, and then Tech scored four in the bottom of the sixth inning. They added two more in the seventh. LSU got a couple of runs in the eighth. 11-6 to six was the final. LSU, they didn't want to be there in the cold. They made five errors last night. Five. Whew. That's tough. So, obviously That's Mississippi all. State played early on Tuesday. They won big. And as we turn our attention to this weekend, hey, Dad, with Northern Kentucky coming to town, to Baton Rouge, or to uh, Starkville, to take on Mississippi State, we have a, uh, a little bit of a change in the pitching rotation. I said, if I live in Baton Rouge, I'm going to Paw Rains tonight for dinner. Man, that would be some good times. Uh, yes, uh, the Saturday starter from last week, Casey Hunt, is out. And Preston Johnson, who pitched, uh, I think, four innings of relief last week, gave up one run, uh, will get the start on Saturday. He's a guy who you know we had talked about being possibly in the mix for a rotation spot. So the state's going to go ahead and give him a look uh, on, on this Saturday. I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised, to be totally honest. I thought... With these games against this team, it would be an opportunity to maybe give some, uh, Casey Hunt another start and give him some confidence, but the decision's made now. So it'll be Sims, uh, Johnson on Saturday, and Kate Smith again on Sunday. And if we go back a week and a half, you were still kind of projecting Jackson Fristo in the, the starting lineup. Are you at all surprised that it was Preston Johnson that got the nod for a, a start in week two as opposed to Fristo? Well, I mean, Fristo did throw four innings. He didn't throw a whole ton of pitches, but he did throw four innings on Tuesday. To bring him back on Saturday, that would be a little short rest. I thought if Fristo was going to start this weekend, it would be where Kate Smith moved to Saturday, and maybe Fristo could go on Sunday. I would expect to see Fristo on the mound at some point this weekend, and then they'll sort of see from there. But again, if Preston Johnson can pitch well, maybe he can nail down a spot here in this rotation. And and this, I don't want to call it an experiment, but you change the rotation after one week, 
and you're you're tinkering, you're trying to figure things out. But this feels like it will be at least a two week tinker experiment because you don't expect Mississippi State to have any issues with Northern Kentucky this weekend. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and then next I mean, weekend you got the series against Tulane. So next weekend you, you you get Preston Johnson a start, and the next weekend you really get to see when you face a pretty good Tulane team in New Orleans. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I I fully expect Mississippi State to win these games this weekend and and to do so very very convincingly. So you're right. I mean, you, we talked about you know what do you learn in week one and 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 things like that. I don't know the state's going to learn much about itself or, or any of these pitchers in week two, unless they go out and have a bad outing, in which case then, then you know something. So if Johnson could go out and throw four or five good innings, and it, it's not something I would say, okay, well, obviously he's the guy going for it. Next weekend is the real litmus test when they go down to Tulane. Here's the slate of games this weekend in the SEC, and it's kind of a stinker. Pennsylvania, the Quakers, in uh, College Station to take on Texas A&M. What Northern a clash Con- of cultures there. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Were you saying that Texas A&M doesn't have an Ivy League feel to it? Eastern You're European, mute my mostly. microphone, hold on. <laughs> okay. Uh, we can move on. If you're going to make another joke about Texas A&M, I'm just going to prepare oh, no, for coffee. we can move on. Although, my son would have a blast at Texas A&M games, though. Would have a blast. All the, the bubbles. bubbles. He likes All bubbles. the bubbles. Oh, man. Bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. My gosh, if he sees where we keep the bubbles, he screams about bubbles. So he'd have a great time there. So Penn and Texas A&M, Northern Kentucky and Mississippi State, it's going to start at 2. Western Michigan and Kentucky starts at 3. George Washington is at South Carolina. Iona is at Tennessee. Akron is at Georgia. Arkansas playing in the Round Rock Classic. They'll play Indiana on Friday, and then they'll play Stanford on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Arkansas will play who? Who? Uh, They'll play Louisiana, Raging Cajuns, on Sunday. Um. Towson is in Baton Rouge this weekend. Again, a weekend where you expect LSU to go score a bunch of runs over the course of three games. VCU and Oxford to take on Ole Miss. Alabama and Texas down in Austin. Army's at Vanderbilt. Yale is at Auburn. And Georgia State is at Florida. And Missouri uh, stays on the road. They have got ULM this weekend. So, ugh. Ugh, terrible. What else is going on this weekend? Because it's not baseball. This is like week two of college football. Seriously. Or really the is. second to last week of the season in, yeah, in the SEC. Like, let's throw them out and see what happens. Jeez. Well, it, it gets a little better in week three, but not a lot. Tarleton State at Missouri? Heck yeah. Tens I, of in, people will any be there. series with Missouri. Missouri's the bad team in those situations. We're not excited for Missouri going to Tuscaloosa. (laughs) Murray State is at Alabama. All right. TCU, top 25 team, goes to Kentucky. All right. That's That's good. Something good. Uh, Southeastern Louisiana at Arkansas. Sure. 
LSU playing in Houston at the Shriners Classic. They've got Oklahoma and I don't know who the other teams are. Isn't Southeast Louisiana the place that has uh, a alcoholic daiquiri stand at the ballpark? And people I'll watch the game from it. a garage? I'll take your word for that, it. The second part of that is that that's Vanderbilt. Well, that too. But yeah, I'm fairly certain that Selah has in-stadium daiquiris. When you go watch a baseball game there. Okay. I mean, lean into who you are, man. Okay, so that uh, that LSU Shriners Classic deal, they'll play Oklahoma, Washington State, and Texas. Okay, some good games in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board for that. <clears throat> Ole Miss is at UCF. They'll play at 5 on Friday and at 3 on Saturday and at 11 on Sunday. Uh, just side the series no. last year in Oxford, right? UCF won two or three in Oxford yeah. last year. Did the series, yeah. Side note, John Rice Plumley was denied a waiver from the NCAA to play baseball for UCF this year because it is an organization run by incompetent fools. No, no, I'm going to take up. What was his – he was at another school the previous semester. So? You can't – no, not in the same academic year. No, I can't get behind Why that. Why not? No, no, I can't get behind that. I won't. But what would it, I, my question is though, what would it have harmed? I don't know what it would have harmed, but I, this is one I just can't get behind. You, I don't even sit, know that it really sets much, much of a precedent. You just don't have that many two sport athletes. They literally all play for Ole Miss, as it turns out. But mm. but there's it's not like this is the slippery slope thing. There's no slope to slip down. How many you could probably, if I had to guess, count on one hand. The number of guys that played SEC football this year that will be playing or Power 5 football this year that will be playing Power 5 baseball this year. I just can't. Because it, it, it's the same thing in high school. Like, if you leave your school, you, we just had a situation where the kid uh, from Charleston was declared ineligible. Played high school football at Charleston earlier this year. Transfers, or I forget the, the exact thing. But he's ineligible. No, I'm not going to get behind that one. Normally, and you guys know me, I normally champion the student athlete, but this was one I was like, I yeah, can't. Not when it's a former Ole Miss kid, you don't. Okay, that's. that's <laughs> so, I mean, I could really go down that road on this particular topic if you want, but I, I won't. Rhode Island's at Auburn, top 25 matchup with Georgia and Georgia Tech. Clemson and South Carolina will do their thing next weekend. Miami and Florida next weekend. Mississippi State at Tulane. Uh, A&M's playing in the Shriners Classic down in, or no, they're playing in the Frisco College Baseball Classic. And, uh, Vanderbilt goes to Hawaii next weekend. So week three, far more interesting, far more compelling. Week two, eh, not Again, so it's just like college football. They, 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 they don't, they don't start well in week two. It will, uh, it'll ramp up soon. Sports Talk Mississippi will be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A murky, cloudy day today with a slight chance of rain, high near 71. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low around 40 degrees. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 53. And for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 52. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Discount Gun Safe says the Browning safes have arrived. Too many, in fact. Security Joe's warehouse is bursting at the seams, and he's having a huge sale to make room for his Hummer. For a limited time only, choose a Browning Sporter, Rawhide, Hog, or Silver Series gun safe, all with overstock price discounts. Take advantage of a special shipment of Browning Hog 49 gun capacity safes, discounted hundreds of dollars just for this sale. Whether you need a high-capacity safe for that expensive gun collection or have just a few guns, important paper, jewelry, or cash, Discount Gun Safe has something to fit any size and budget. Need it delivered? If you live less than 100 miles from the store, delivery starts at just $100. Put your tax refund to good use by purchasing a Browning safe at the lowest prices of the year. See these and other safes by visiting the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, Mississippi, or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like you're going 100 miles an hour, barely keeping up. But to cruise through challenges, you need someone who's right there with you. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice you need to get past whatever's in front of you and get where you want to go. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. As Russian attacks continue in the Ukraine, Senator Roger Wicker is calling on President Biden and Congress to provide aid. Wicker, who is a ranking member of the Helsinki Commission, said this. Uh, My colleagues, Europe is at war at this very moment. The lives of tens of thousands of young Europeans hang in the balance at this very moment because of the delusional dictatorship currently in control in Russia and because of his brazen attack. The free world deserves better than this modern-day Adolf Hitler. If Vladimir Putin's recent words and deeds have a haunting familiarity, it is because they are directly out of that Nazi madman's notebook. To keep up with the situation in Ukraine, head on over to supertalk.fm.
Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. you guys this story earlier today and i don't know if you've had a chance to read it or not it comes from the los angeles times a commentary piece written by brady mccullough and his premise is the sec is the conference that came out the biggest loser and not expanding the college football playoff to 12 games He writes, For too long, the Pac-12 has served as an almost willing national punching bag. During the weekend, as passionate college football observers processed the news that the college football playoff would not expand before the 2026 season, it was only natural the sports opinion shapers assigned the proverbial clown suit to the West Coast Power Five Conference. He says, some of the criticism is fair, some of it isn't, but before we get stuck in the same old pattern of picking on the Pac-12, how about we pose a different question? What if the biggest loser in the failure to expand the CFP was the conference with the most to gain? The one that had been pulling the strings harder than any other the last two-plus years to push the number to 12. He does right now, as a disclaimer, I believe college football would be, uh, expansion would be great for college football, And, of course, it would very much benefit the Pac-12 to have more teams invited to the event. Parenthetically, he should have put to have any teams invited to the event. (laughs) The point I'm about to make is is that agreeing to it today, given how the process played out the last six months, would have only increased the SEC's position of dominance over the rest of the Power Five, even the cash-flush Big Ten. There's um, 
a lot to read, a lot more there. He goes back and blames Texas and Oklahoma. Talked about the fact that Greg Sankey, he believes, went out of his way to convince Texas and Oklahoma that a 12-team playoff was coming. You know, the only thing that he um, he wrote on there that I kind of agree with, like there was very little in the entire column that I thought made even a modicum of sense, and I had the we're all dumber for having heard what come came out of your mouth, and may God have mercy on your soul. I mean, that was kind of rolling around the back of my head, but he did point out, What if the brass at Texas A&M had not leaked the fact that Oklahoma and Texas were coming to the Houston Chronicle and Brent Zwerneman so that the story got out there and the SEC had to pre-play its big flop and ultimately Texas and Oklahoma had kept that deal quiet long enough to get the 12-team deal ratified? Is it ultimately Ross Bjork's fault that we don't have a 12-team playoff? (laughs) I don't know if it is or not, but let's blame him anyway. I don't think anybody in this state will have a problem with it. The thing is, there's some truth to what I read the whole thing, thought about it a lot, as much as I could today. There is some truth to what he's saying, because Greg Sankey did lose in this, technically. He was part of the group that wrote the proposal for expansion, wanted it, voted for it, didn't get it. So technically, if you want something, you propose it, and that proposal is rejected, you did lose. You had effort, a couple years' worth of effort, extending an olive branch, whatever you want to call it, and you didn't get your way. That is technically losing. But Southern Cal better not lose at Utah in October because the Pac-12 will then lose. Again, because they won't get a team in the playoff. Again. And you can guarantee an SEC team will be in the playoff Again. Again, you about to say, yeah, throw that in. So, yeah, Greg Sankey may have lost in this negotiation, but his league didn't. The same league that's getting more teams in the playoff, that's winning more championships, that's getting more money, that is somehow immune compared to the rest of the country in attendance losses. And by the way, games rate extremely well around here for his league. Ohio State, Michigan beat the SEC? Sure, it did. Michigan, Michigan State had a really good number? Sure, it did. But the SEC had more games watched by more people than anybody else in the country. So, yeah, maybe he's a loser today, but then we're going to kick the ball off. And then he won't be a loser anymore. Do you believe... That all along, Greg Sankey was really not being altruistic. He was not setting aside what was solely best for the SEC. He was actually scheming behind the scenes to make it look like he was doing what was good for college football as a whole 
when in reality he was just trying to make it better for the SEC? Or do you believe that, as we've talked about and kind of given him credit for, the SEC was fine and will be fine in whatever playoff format exists, but Greg Sankey, deep down, believes that college football needs to be stronger nationally for the SEC to kind of maintain its stranglehold. I don't think I don't think Greg Sankey and the working group would have put forth a proposal that was going to be intentionally intentionally detrimental to the Southeastern Conference. But if you believe the SEC is going to be fine in whatever the format, is it a stretch to say that Greg Sankey and Craig Thompson and Jack Swarbrick and, and Bob Bowlesby were trying to do what was best for college football as a whole? You've seen a beautiful mind. Yeah. What is it he says in there? that you, you, Everything is best when you do what's best for the individual and best for the group at the same time. That's kind of what this is, right? Greg Sankey doing what's best for college football, but it definitely benefits his conference, maybe more than anybody else. So you can have, what's the word you use, altruistic motives and selfish motives at the same time. Here's the thing. that I, This is what I was thinking about the most today. What could college football do that wouldn't benefit the SEC? Kick the SEC out of but, college But seriously, football. what can be done in college football where the SEC would not be the best at it? What can we do? Two-team playoff. <coughs> BCS, the SEC was the best at it. Four-team, the SEC is the best at it. NIL, the SEC is the best at it. Transfer portal, the SEC is the best at it. Why? Because they have the best coaches, the most money, and the fans that care the most. And as long as that is the thing, it doesn't matter what people do. It doesn't matter what you vote for. It doesn't matter what the playoff structure is. It doesn't matter what the NCAA does. Because as long as those facts remain true, the best players in the country come from the Southeast. The most money is here, generally speaking. I know the Big Ten's got a big, fat TV deal. Great for them. But the best players generally come from here. we got the most money, the most care. It is ingrained in the culture here more than it is any other region of the country where these conferences exist. As long as that is the case, nothing matters. Nothing you do matters. Because losing is acceptable elsewhere. And football on Saturday is just kind of a fun thing to do. Here, people work to pay for football here. It's pay the bills and get me to the game. You've got NFL fan bases scattered all over the country like that. But not college. Not like this to the scale that it is. So as long as that remains, nothing else matters. The argument that the SEC had the most to lose rings hollow for me. Did the SEC perhaps have the most to gain by getting, instead of two, three or four teams in the college playoff on an annual basis? In a down year three? In a, like a crazy elite year, maybe they get five? 
Yeah, I mean, I can I can sign on board with that. But but how can you say the SEC had the most to lose when the Pac-12 has not had a team in the playoff in six years? When the ACC did not have a representative in the playoff this year and it wasn't close. When the Big Ten has had a couple of seasons where they didn't have a playoff participant. When the Big 12 has had that issue. The SEC is the only conference that hasn't had that issue at all. So yeah, I can, I can maybe get on board with the idea that the SEC had the most to gain because their participation number would go up in all likelihood. But to say they've got the most to lose, that that doesn't make sense, or that they lost the most. That doesn't make sense to me when you have conferences consistently not getting in the tournament at all. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. Officials are still clearing the accident on 20 eastbound, just past the East Brandon exit number 59. Expect delays. Also seeing delays where 55 southbound and 20 westbound combined together. And in Clinton, still seeing delays 20 eastbound, just past Natchez Trace. And those delays are getting less and less. 55 northbound, just past 463. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Spring is coming, but West Nile virus is already in central Mississippi. Hi, this is Joe Rooks. Come by our Clinton Revel Ace Hardware location this Saturday, February 26th from 7 a.m. until noon. Revel Ace will be giving away Spartan Mosquito, Protec, and Spartan Go to the first 500 customers. See you this Saturday at Revel Ace Hardware, 730 Clinton Parkway in Clinton, Mississippi. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for your trip during the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331 Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. <laughs> Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Lemu, you're famous. <laughs> only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hello. Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. 
exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven on Super Talk Mississippi. But it is a trend, and it's an ongoing trend. College football attendance in stadiums was down for the seventh straight year and the ninth time in the last ten years. Um, a national average of 39,848 fans per game attended college football. Now the SEC, by a large margin, led the country in attendance on average per game. 72,195 fans per game. But the all-time high in the SEC is about 6,500 more than that back in 2015, when they averaged 78,630. So the decline from 2019, the last full season we had, was minimal, about 500 fans a game fewer, but it was the lowest average attendance in the SEC since 1999. Now, there were outliers. The largest per-attendance jump, per-game attendance jump in the country, anybody care to guess? What team nationally had the biggest jump in average attendance year over year? South Carolina. No. Well, they sell out always, remember, even when they're 0-11. Oh, yeah. Um, Except for the fact that they don't, but yes. Ah, well, yeah, that, that's beside the, beside the point. Give me the conference. How about that? Big Ten. Big, Michigan State? Nope. I don't know. Maybe Illinois. Tell. Not Illinois. Tell us. Rutgers. Wow. Shiano. Oh, Shiano, yeah. Brought back some excitement. Rutgers had the largest jump in attendance year over year of any team in the country, just shy of 15,000 per game more than they had a year ago. 
or two years ago. Going back to 2019. Second biggest gain nationally was Arkansas. Rutgers was up 14,458 fans per game. Arkansas was up 14,000 and change. Let's see, uh, 14,353 a game. And number three nationally was Ole Miss. Ole Miss averaged 56,000, give or take, a game. And that was about, that was 8,239 more than 2019. 2019 was an 18-year low for Ole Miss. That's totally believable, though. 48,233. First 10-win regular season in school history, Lane Kiffin and whatnot. Even in that scenario, Ole Miss only had two sellouts last year. And do you remember the push to sell out the Texas A&M game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like on Tuesday of that week, there were 8,000 tickets left. And they pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, and it was basically full when it was all said and done. Part of this, opposing fans are not traveling like they used to. They, they are that, not. That is accurate. That is a big part of it. I, I, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, there were times where even like Kentucky would bring a couple thousand, maybe 3,000 to start full. This year, a few hundred, maybe. I mean, Texas A&M's crowd at the Ole Miss game this past year compared to their previous trip to Oxford, thousands fewer. And even yeah. the Egg Bowl. I mean, well, I mean, the stadium was it was technically the biggest crowd, but it wasn't a sellout. So. Um. There is one thing in particular that is dragging down the overall attendance number and will probably cause it never to get back to the heights, and that is teams from 1AA that are making the jump to Division One. Smaller stadiums, less interested fan bases, but they're playing at the Division One level. Mm. And so you're just... 15 teams have joined the FBS since 2000. The average capacity of the stadiums of those 15 teams is 30,000. And so since 1998, the FBS has grown by 25% from 104 schools to 130 schools. So it does make sense that some of that would would shape the numbers that you're seeing, and it's not going to go backwards unless we have a change. The Big Ten was just just barely up. Three one-thousandths of a point more people attended Big Ten games. But Big Ten attendance was 7,000 fewer than the SEC. Big 12 attendance, 17,000 fewer. And the Pac-10 had its lowest football attendance of the last four decades, 42,599 per game. Yeah, but hey, they won here for sure, totally. LATimes.com. You can read it for yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, 5 o'clock hour coming up next. We'll go to the college football fix when we come back.
home for all this sports. America's best for Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at the Royce 24-7. 601-345-9 this is a Fox News alert. I'm Rich Dennison. Three former Minneapolis police officers have been convicted of violating George Floyd's civil rights when Derek Chauvin kneeled on Floyd's neck during his deadly 2020 arrest. Jurors heard from over 30 witnesses in the case, including from all three former officers. Derek Chauvin, as part of a deal with prosecutors, did plead guilty to spare him any more prison time. Fox's Jeff Manasso. President Biden says the sanctions against Russia for invading Ukraine will not disrupt the global oil or natural gas markets. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me. But this aggression cannot go unanswered. If it did, the consequences for America would be much worse. The latest sanctions restrict exports to Russia, target Russian banks, and state-controlled companies. This is a Fox News Alert. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former Boonville police officer Dustin Rambo was sentenced yesterday to 16 months in prison with one year of supervised release. Chief U.S. District Judge Deborah Brown convicted Rambo for stealing money from people at multiple traffic stops, searches, and arrest over a nine-month span, as well as for making false statements to a federal agent. Rambo was fired from the Boonville Police Department in January 2021 when the allegations came to light and was arrested in March with a $5,000 unsecured bond. Mackenzie Scott has recently donated $50 million to 4-H, making it the largest single donation in the organization's history. Since her signing of the Giving Pledge in 2019, Scott has donated more than $8.9 billion to hundreds of organizations, including ones in Mississippi. In December 2020, Scott, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, donated a total of $40 million to Alcorn State University, Tougaloo College, and the Mississippi Food Network. Scott's giving is is expected to continue as she plans to donate at least half of her $47 million fortune. Hello, this is Rosie the Skunk for Atmos Energy. You might think I make a bad smell. I mean, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? After all, I'm a skunk. But my stinky fragrance is nothing compared to the rotten egg smell of a gas leak because that could be dangerous. So if you think you smell a leak or encounter other signs such as hearing a hissing or blowing sound or seeing a vapor cloud, blowing dirt or bubbling water, do not smoke, talk on the phone, turn on or off equipment or vehicles, or do anything that could cause a spark. Leave the area immediately. Then call 911 and Atmos Energy. Atmos Energy will send a trained technician to investigate the situation. Take it from a skunk. Gas leaks just plain stink. 
Seriously, there's no gray area here. When dealing with gas leaks, it's black and white. Yep, that's a little skunk humor there. For more information, visit atmosenergy.com slash gas safety. Over a dozen state corrections officers are now under investigation in the escape of Michael Pretty Boy Floyd Wilson. According to the Mississippi Department of Corrections, nobody's been fired yet, but multiple officers are on leave. After Wilson was captured on February 15th, Commissioner Brawl Kane said his department is working diligently to make sure something like this doesn't ever happen again. We're going to be ensure the public and so forth that we won't make those mistakes again because we have taken corrective action and we're shocked to excel and appalled that he got away without us having to leave time which was a hindrance to the sheriff's department and so forth, because had they known, they would have known he had the cuts from the razor wire. So uh, that prolonged it. Thank God they won't really do the hurt. Wilson is serving life for the murders of two men in Biloxi and Gulfport. For more Mississippi news, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. Time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Cedar. Plus Bad Flower. Non-points. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait. Get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. You can be part of the conversation on the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. That's the number. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why ceasefire is providing award winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more at ceasefire.comslash Bark. Chris and Madison asked a question. He said, What about state? Well, they were not specifically listed in the story that Dennis Dodd at CBS wrote. Uh, Paul, you asked if I could post the article on Twitter. I, I can do that, but if you want to find it on your own, it's um, it's at the latimes.com. Uh, it was written by Brady somebody. I've still got it up. Yeah, it was uh, Brady McCullough. J. Brady McCullough. So if you want to check that out, you can. And I'll put it on Twitter later on as well. 
just making um, a guess with state. I'm trying to think back to 19. Crowds weren't big there. Crowd. I mean, I think it would be like a minimal, either gain or loss, one way or the other. Yeah. Egg Bowl was bigger crowd for the Egg Bowl in 19 than there was last year, oh, yeah. but not a lot bigger. Well, it was uh, full in 19. It was it was full in 19. I don't know. That it was totally full this past year. It was, it was not. No, the, the upper deck corners were empty. Lower yeah. Bowl was basically full. Yeah. Weather didn't help either, but... No, it didn't. <sighs> weather stunk that night. I, I did not envy you guys. <laughs> what, do, what do we have? Oh, it rained. Yeah, it rained. It didn't rain hard, though. It no, but like it was just that constant, irritating mist and drizzle. Yeah. Like you couldn't get dry, but it, you weren't getting soaked either. I still can't get over the sequence of three consecutive drop touchdown passes followed by a missed field goal. What did I ever do to you, man? Uh, I, just think about that. I, what did I ever do? Watch a kid, you know, I treat you nice, and, you know, this is, this is my thanks. It, it, it really was something to behold. A cavalcade of errors. I mean, that would never have Giving... Putting those two teams on that field in those conditions and those players, those exact same plays, it would never happen again. Never like happen that. again. No. No. Yeah. That's football. Yeah. Another message on the ceasefire text line. With James Madison joining the Sun Belt this fall, it'll put FBS at 131. And then with Jacksonville State and Sam Houston State in Conference USA in 2023, it'll be 133 FBS schools. Is there anyone that we think should join that isn't currently there. I mean, the easy answer is North Dakota State, right? Yes. You know, speaking of attendance, we may have talked about this, but during FCS playoffs, there's a lot of stories around here, so we may not have gotten to it. North Dakota State players have been publicly roasting their fans because they can't get them to show up anymore. The, the Fargo Dome used to be rocking, crazy atmosphere. But the last couple of years, COVID, but even before COVID and, and now after, when the restrictions were gone, nobody showed. They are apathetic with winning. They don't get excited for playoff games because they know we're just going to beat the crap out of them. So they've had players publicly like, hey, y'all better show up. Because if you stop showing up, the winning's going to stop too. Don't get set, Don't get complacent with this. They had multiple Saban. playoff games with half-full stadiums because people just know they're going to win. I mean, Saban had to do it. Why would it not be down at the next level, too? Fargo Dome seats 19,000. Why wouldn't you go to a North Dakota State playoff? I mean, it's just boring. But you're inside that time of year, you know it's miserably cold out. They tailgate in ice fishing tents because they have to. Why wouldn't you want to do something inside? Yeah. We need to set up a remote there. Have a good time. In Fargo? Yeah, let's do it. Although downtown Fargo looks cool. Where they've had game day a couple of times? Looks yeah. like a neat. Neat downtown. All right, just after 5 o'clock, that means it's uh, it's time for the College Football Fix.
Ford's Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. It's truck month at your local Ford dealer. Test drive the F-150. 44 years is the number one selling truck in America. You get behind the wheel and you will immediately know why. Check it out. Ford F-150, America's best-selling trucks. So Grambling has a new football coach. Not that Grambling Assistant football coach. I'm sorry. Assistant. Yeah. Not that they really wanted you to know because they randomly dropped the news last night about the time it was becoming clear that Russia was invading Ukraine. Hey, the World War 3 has started. Drop this news. Congrats to their SID. Brilliant. New offensive coordinator at Grambling is Art Bryles, who has not been in college football at all since 2016. KTL Sports broke the news that uh, GSU confirms the hiring of former Baylor head coach Art Bryles as the team's next offensive coordinator. The hire ultimately garners a lot of attention, I guess, due to the history of Art Bryles, who was fired by Brayler in 2016 amid a campus-wide sexual assault scandal that involved members of his team. Since his termination at Baylor in 2016, he has not coached at the collegiate level. As a result of the investigation, the NCAA fined Baylor $50,000. whoop dee doo And placed them on a four-year probation period for their mishandling of the sexual assault reports. Although the NCAA deemed that Bryles and the Bears did not break any of its bylaws, the damage was still done to his reputation given his unacceptable behavior since the allegations. Baylor has been able to turn its program around. I don't know what they're talking about there, but (laughs) they were doing a great job, clearly. It really is. uh, Not to, to make light of an incredibly serious situation, it is a master class in public relations. If you are doing something that you don't want anybody to pay attention to, last night was the time to leak it. Do you really think that somebody was thinking that, though, or do you think they just yes. this girl finding an acorn? Yes. Well, they've they've known he's going to be the hire for, what, at least a week? Who releases news after 5 o'clock like that? What college would do that? You always release it during the day so you can get the most attention on it. It was definitely calculated. They they were going to wait until they absolutely had a moment where maybe we can get this in under the radar. Yes, I totally believe it was it was intentional. Hmm. Is this going to work? Well, Bryles knows football. He'll he'll they'll score points. For sure. But he is what he is. I did see uh, some people covering college football equated Hugh Jackson to be like the next Deion Sanders. And and by the way, that's just hilarious because there's nobody in football is Deion Sanders. He is a very unique personality, number one, but his gravitas is also very unique in the sport. Um, but I saw people say Hugh Jackson is going to be the next Deion Sanders. 
Uh, this isn't how you do it. De- people are interested in Deion Sanders. No, honestly, them winning football games is icing on the cake. That's not why people are interested outside of Jackson and Jackson State. They're filling up the stands not just because of Dion, because Dion's winning. But Barstool's doing a documentary series on Jackson State because of Dion. They could go 0 and 11 or 11 and 0, and they're still doing it. This isn't that. wonder what the end goal is here. I assume it's just to win, but at what cost? C-Smart text line, if you just want to completely disregard laws and morals, football is the profession to be in. No one cares, no rules. Then politics. Hmm. Charlie um, wanted to uh, feel your pain. Hey, Dad, when Borky just randomly mentioned, I still can't remember or believe those three straight drops and a missed field goal. Yeah. Charlie says uh, it was the equivalent feeling Bo Wallace fumbling going into the end zone. Oh, if there's one thing the egg ball is good for, it's pain on both sides. Well, both sides have seen that through the years, no question. Seen some stuff, thing, man, and some things. I wouldn't recommend it. That is your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. We will be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. While delays on 20 westbound at stack from 49 out past Gallatin, 55 southbound slowing down right around High Street continues to eastbound to 49. Also still seeing delays on Lakeland northbound at Lakeland Commons. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Xmark and Skag mowers. Hartley has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all mower maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Hartley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck. Sounds like a deal. Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new Xmark or Skag zero-turn mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock Xmark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special. 
This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi, thanks for being with us this afternoon. Streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by M-Trade Park. The spring baseball season is underway. You spring loosely. Uh, for the last three weeks, you've had baseball, you've had softball this past weekend. you got soccer coming up in April when hopefully it will be a little bit warmer but M-Trade Park will be busy all throughout the spring. And if you are a coach or a parent, be sure that your team or your kids are playing on the best soccer fields in the state of Mississippi with the April Ambush Tournament. That's coming up. Registration filling in quickly. You've also got great baseball and fast-pitch fields, all-turf infields, natural grass outfields, an indoor hitting facility, and just an incredibly nice Sports Complex. It's located in Oxford. You can find their entire spring tournament lineup as well as other information about M-Trade Park online at mtradepark.com. Make sure your team has M-Trade Park on its schedule this spring at mtradepark.com. Borky, you threw something at us this morning that left me thinking. And I don't know that I 100% have an answer. But, of all people, a quote from Joey Gallo got me thinking. You got the quote for us? I do. So there's, despite the contract, not contract, but the labor dispute going on with Major League Baseball and its players, which seemingly is not going to get done in time, there's still actual baseball things to discuss, and Joey Gallo was asked about ways to improve the game recently, and he's a proponent of banning the shift. Here's what he said. I think at some point you have to fix the game a little bit. I don't understand how I'm supposed to hit a double or a triple when I have six guys standing in the outfield. 
So this falls into the, are you a baseball purist? Are you a win-by analytics? Do you believe in taking every advantage to win based on the rules that are available to you? It, it, it falls into that conversation. And there are people that are baseball purists that say, no, you don't alter the rules of the game just because you got people shifting. You want somebody out of the shift, bunt them out of the shift. Well, bunt singles don't scare anybody. And people that rely on analytics and play the shift will live with bunt singles all day long because what they're trying to do is take away extra base hits and home runs from power hitters, but specifically extra base hits. So this is the part I've been thinking about. Borky, you made the point when we were talking this morning. Football has rules. There's a minimum number of men you must have on the line of scrimmage. The defense can't be across the line of scrimmage at the snap of the ball. And vice versa. There are things that receivers are allowed to do and are not allowed to do. Defenders are allowed to do and are not allowed to do. There are rules that govern the flow of the game. In basketball, particularly in the NBA, you can't play zone defense, right? Or have they eliminated that rule? You can play zone, you just can't pack a big under the basket. So There's defensive three seconds. There's a defensive three second. You can't play a 2-3 where you... Camp your seven-footer out in the middle of the lane to protect the area. So in the same way that there's an offensive three-second call in college basketball and every level of basketball, the NBA's got it in both directions. And it's to make the game better. So baseball purist says, no, 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 no. You can't make rules that say this is where you have to put your players. If you want to put eight players, seven players in right field and have a pitcher and a catcher, then you can do that. And it's the other team's job to take advantage or to get you out of that defensive alignment. But baseball also loves to talk about unwritten rules, right? Well, the the spirit of the rule was this. Well, forgive me, but the people that founded baseball, Abner Doubleday and the crew, when they made nine position players... Nine positions on the field. They drew it up with a left fielder, a center fielder, and a right fielder, a third baseman, a shortstop, a second baseman, a first baseman, a catcher, and a pitcher. And I don't know that they thought about the unintended consequences of 130 years later where mathematicians were going to be running algorithms to decide what defensive alignment was most advantageous in taking away doubles. I think they thought, hey, this is a good defensive alignment. It gives the offense an opportunity, but it gives the defense an opportunity as well. So what would be so wrong with modifying the rules to say, clearly the game of baseball has evolved, and really smart people have come up with ways to circumvent the spirit of the rules of the game to their advantage. And while we don't begrudge those people that have found an advantage, 
we would like the game to be played in the spirit in which it was intended. It was a healthier game when we played straight up. It's a more fun game to watch. And so, in terms of defensive alignment, you must have three outfielders in the outfield. You must have two infielders on the right side of the second base bag, and you must have two infielders on the left side of the second base bag. You must have a pitcher and a catcher. Would that really be... Would that be a scourge upon the game? If we altered the rules and said, yeah, the shift is... That's that's not what was intended here. And we know that there are advances. We understand that, that people have said this is a better way to win. But we want the game to be played the way it was designed to be played. And so... You know, this is the framework through which you have to work. Because my initial reaction when I read this was, Joey Gallo, it's on you, man. You want to hit a double or a triple and you got six outfielders? Figure out how to go the opposite way. But I kind of see it the other way also. Well, what I would say is the game wasn't designed to be one through nine, uh, it's strikeout or home run. You know, there was a time when advancing runners and station to station meant something. And there is a time where pitchers hit. You know, if we're going to talk about the spirit of the game, the pitcher hitting is part of it. He's supposed to be a baseball player. So, I mean, we're going to, I feel like we're being picking and choosing here. We're going to play for the spirit of the game. You know, let's play for the spirit of the game. Well, but to your point, we have picked and chosen along the way and have made rules that we thought would enhance the game, like allowing for a designated hitter Uh and hitting more home runs. So this would just be picking and choosing again and say, eh, you know, we're just going to assign some defensive positions that you have to fill loosely. At some point, it's not baseball anymore. Wouldn't an argument be made that... It's not baseball anymore with the dramatic shifts that we're seeing where you've got... I don't have an issue with the shift. I don't know what it is. I just don't have an issue with it. It feels like it's just smart. If, if a hitter isn't good enough to hit it the other way, punish him. Our text yeah. line is filled with people that agree with, hey, Dad, uh, don't change it, don't change well, it. Why would you I'm change old, it? It's we're not we're a bunch of old it? men out there. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if a hitter can't hit the curveball, they don't change the rule like, oh, you can only throw that guy fastballs. You know? Either get either adapt or or, or or die. So here's your text line. Uh, David in Indianola says, is who's still on first? My opinion. Worst opinion you've ever had, Richard. Oof, I'm just rough. thinking out loud. I'm not saying that this is 100% what I believe. I'm just thinking. Tom says folks need to learn to hit the opposite way. Baseball is the only sport that each team gets equal opportunity. Each team gets the same number of outs, equal number of at-bats, and each team has to take advantage. Bradley and Marietta says it's not four-year-old T-ball. Okay, guys, let's get it in the circle. Don't cross the line. Dizzy Dean said hit it where they ain't. There's a reason they're considering this, though. And we're up against a hard break, but... There's a reason they're considering this. Because something's happening in baseball 
that needs to change quickly or else it'll become irrelevant. And they're already working towards that anyway with the money dispute. Yeah. Brian Haydad has a perfect take on this, and Kristen Madison says, leave the game alone, and I think Bubba says the DH and the shift is cool. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A murky, cloudy day today with a slight chance of rain, high near 71. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low around 40 degrees. Your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 53. And for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 52. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days. Only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns? to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it What makes Canon Nissan a great dealership? That's easy. Great products, great sales team, and great service. With the largest parts department in the state. This is Dave Logan. Canon Nissan's service department is open six days a week. No appointment is needed. We have two master techs, and we'll do oil changes on most makes and models. Right now, buy three tires and get the fourth one for a dollar. Plus the friendly professional service you've come to expect from Canon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Get ready for Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus the University of Southern Mississippi, March 2nd. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now. Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus the University of Southern Mississippi, March 2nd. More games to come. Ole Miss versus the University of Southern Mississippi, April 5th. And the Governor's Cup, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss, April 26th. A Spectrum Event Production. My leg was painful, red, and swollen just doing the crossword puzzle. I could have put off telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. He told his doctor and found out his leg pain, swelling, and redness are deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to the lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. If you have one or more of these symptoms, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former Boonville police officer Dustin Rambo was sentenced yesterday to 16 months in prison with one year of supervised release. Chief U.S. District Judge Deborah Brown convicted Rambo for stealing money from people at multiple traffic stops, searches, and arrests over a nine-month span, as well as for making false statements to a federal agent. Rambo was fired from the Boonville Police Department in January 2021 when the allegations came to light and was arrested in March with a $5,000 unsecured bond. Mackenzie Scott 
has recently donated $50 million to 4-H, making it the largest single donation in the organization's history. Since her signing of the Giving Pledge in 2019, Scott has donated more than $8.9 billion to hundreds of organizations, including ones in Mississippi. In December 2020, Scott, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, donated a total of $40 million to Alcorn State University, Tougaloo College, and the Mississippi Food Network. Scott's giving is expected to continue as she plans to donate at least half of her $47 million fortune. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. on Sports Talk Mississippi and streaming at supertalk.fm. I mean, a lot of passionate responses on the uh, ceasefire text line about um, the idea of banning the shift. And something needs to get pushed back on here because the prevailing thought on our text line is, oh, just hit it the opposite way. Don't you think they've thought of that? There was a good quote from Freddie Freeman about that. He said, when you take into account everything I'm trying to compute at the plate and I'm, I'm i'm not giving you the exact quote if, if borky wants to try to find it he can but basically he's like i mean that's a it's a big ask it's a big ask to sit there and say to change my approach that much every time yeah just hit it the opposite way you say as they're throwing 97 mile an hour sliders on the inside black tell me how you're going to slap that one out the opposite way it, the pitchers pitch to your tendencies. They don't want you just to slap it the opposite way. If they've got a shift on you, they're going to throw you inside, and they're going to throw a pitch so fast the last third of the distance it travels, the ball is invisible because it's moving so fast. So that concept of just hit it the opposite way is something you can do in middle school. That's what you teach your 14-year-old. 
hey, go with the pitch. If it's outside, slap it into left field for a lefty. When it's 98, moving 8 inches, it's a little bit different. Yeah, the the whole idea when you when you talk to a ten year old or a fifteen year old about going the opposite way is not pulling a pitch or not attempting to pull a pitch that's on the outside part of the plate because that's when you roll over it and you hit a weak ground ball. The idea with going the opposite way is to take a pitch, hit hit the hit the pitch where it was pitched. You get a pitch on the outside part of the plate, you go with the pitch and extend through it and drive it the opposite way. You get a pitch on the inside part of the plate, well, you're not trying to hit that one the opposite way because then you're talking about a broken bat. You're talking about trying to turn on that or drive it up the middle. And, And look, I mean, bat speed and strength and length of bat have taken a lot of that away. I mean, you've got unbelievably strong guys who can take a pitch that's three inches off the outside corner and deposit it 400 feet over the right field wall if they're a left-handed hitter. But even in today's game of pull, 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 hit home runs or strikeout, wouldn't you still say that the best hitters in the game have the ability to hit it to all fields? Shohei Otani. One of the best hitters in the game. He's not a dead pull hitter. Look at his spray chart. He hits home runs to straightaway center field. He goes the opposite way. He pulls balls. Happens all the time. You know, a lot of guys that can do that. But the whole, there's a shift, hit it the opposite way, that's not always the most intelligent argument. It's an easy argument, but it's not one that always works. That, Again, this is not a hill that I'm dying on where I'm saying no, absolutely you got to do that. It's just a fascinating comment from a Major League Baseball player. And, and so easier said than done is the first thing. Because, again, they pitch to it. Second thing, though, the reason this is being considered is because of what's happening in the game. Because they can't just slap it opposite way. And what they're learning now and you can agree or disagree with this, say never change the game, doesn't matter. The problem in baseball is games are long, games are boring, and nothing happens in them. Because there are shifts. And a guy that would have hit you know, a, a nice single in between the first and second base bag, there's four guys there. So it gets cut off and he gets thrown out. You're, you're ha- you have fewer base runners than you've ever had. You have fewer base hits. You have more strikeouts, and guys are still hitting home runs. The audience for Major League Baseball skews older and older, and it's shrinking. They're talking about this because they want to find ways to make the game more exciting. What makes a baseball game more exciting? More hits, more runners on base. Actually playing it and not arguing about money? That also would help... Major League Baseball tremendously is actually, you know, playing Major League Baseball. But that is where the genesis of this kind of argument comes from. Same thing with the Universal DH. Because why am I going to spend $40 on a ticket and $15 on a beer to watch a pitcher stand with his heels on the edge of the batter's box and watch three pitches go by and walk back into the dugout? Because he has no interest in hitting. 
That's five minutes of game time wasted on nothing because the pitchers don't want to hit. They want universal DH because they want more guys that can create more action. That's the root of this here. That's the root of the shift. That's the root of universal DH. It's because there's too much inaction in baseball today because analytics have taken over and analytics have made the game quite boring for the young observer. And there's fewer and fewer young observer in baseball today. Are there... Are there any players, you know, we, we hear from Joey Gallo there, right? Are there any players coming out on the opposite side of this and saying, hey, I like the shift, and, I, you know, I like the strategy element of it, and I like, the, you know, the idea that if you can't hit it, hit it there, we're going to beat you? I've not seen those quotes if they're out there. That's what I'm saying. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just telling you my opinion. But because I, I do think you do have to, you do have to sort of work with the players, right? You know the the players are playing the game. You got to make the game work for them in a little bit. So, with less than four and a half days until Major League Baseball's deadline for a labor deal to salvage opening day in a 162 game regular season, you had some new characters join the conversations. Hal Steinbrenner, owner of the New York Yankees, Lance McCullers, uh, McCullers, uh, Houston Astros pitcher, and. Miguel Rojas of the Miami Marlins joined the negotiations. The sides met for the fourth straight day at Roger Dean Stadium, which is not being used right now because there is no spring training. That's the home of the Marlins and the Cardinals. The union made a couple of concessions or a couple of proposals, narrowing the number of young players who could earn additional Major League service for accomplishments and loosening the union's proposed restrictions on high amateur draft picks in consecutive years. I mean, you want to talk about off in the weeds. Some of the other players that are involved in the discussions are Garrett Cole and Jamison Talion from the Yankees, Max Scherzer and Francisco Lindor from the Mets, Paul Goldschmidt from the Cardinals, Ian Happ from the Cubs, Brent Suter from the Brewers, and Andrew Miller, who's a free agent. And, of course, Tony Clark is the chief negotiator, uh, or Tony Clark's the union head and Bruce Myers the, the chief negotiator. So, Borky, you said earlier you read a um, a Jeff Passon story that really laid out all that's going on and what they're arguing about and the effect it has and all these things. And your reaction was to yawn. Yeah, and he, man, ESPN's got a good one in him. He is thorough. When he's when Jeff Passan is talking about the inner workings of baseball, he has every base covered. And last night he was discussing something that the the public at large isn't quite aware of. It's basically like a luxury tax in the NBA with baseball, something that they're bargaining over in these labor negotiations. And he laid it out beautifully, detail. And I got halfway through it and I thought, I don't care. This is just a bunch of crap. I, I have. If Major League Baseball and the players don't come to an agreement by Monday, they're going to start canceling games, which means shortening the season. Yes. With no chance of making up, no postponements, cancel, done. And, and this is where it really starts affecting players. 
Spokesperson for Major League Baseball said a deadline is a deadline. Missed games or missed games. Salary will not be paid for those games. Oh, and guess what? They're going to start fighting over that, too. Once games start getting canceled, add another thing to the fight. How much are you going to pay us now? Because I've got a guaranteed contract. So. Yeah. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And again, today, negotiations basically went nowhere. They are driving a train towards a cliff. They know it. And they're throwing coal into the fire of the engine. The union wants minimum salaries to start at $775,000. Major League Baseball has gone to 640000 The league added $5 million to a proposed bonus pool for pre-arbitration players. Getting their offer up to $20 million. The players want $115 million. Big gap there. They got a lot of ground to cover. In four days. And I don't think they can just cut the baby in half and say, let's just split it all down the middle and everybody can leave happy and sad at the same time. It's not going to happen. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Heavy delays on 20 westbound at the stack from 49 over to Gallatin. Also seeing delays 55 southbound, basically from Lakeland all the way down. Look for delays on Lakeland northbound at Treetops, as well as 55 northbound at Atkins. Also seeing delays just past 463 on 55 northbound. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Anytime you play sports, accidents can happen. And your next play should be Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. Our subspecialized surgeons and staff are ready to take care of your injury and get you back to peak performance. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 in Jackson, 8 to 7 in Flowood in Madison, and Saturday, 8 to 2 in Madison. Any injury, any sport, Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care gets you back in the game. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve, and you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King, the king of at Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. The Gallo Show and Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, March 3rd at the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from elected officials, legislators, and business leaders so that you can find out what's happening in our state. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. What is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. MEC Capital Day is coming up on March 3rd. The Gallo Show and Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be broadcasting live at the MEC Capital Day from a new location, the Trademark in Jackson on Thursday, March 3rd. You'll hear from the Governor Tate Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, Speaker Philip Gunn, Secretary of State Michael Watson, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, and many other state leaders. To register to attend the event, go to mec.ms. That's MEC. MS Capital Day coming up on March 3rd. Ceasefire text line. Personally, I love baseball and have a kid that plays high school, but I can't even begin to have an ounce of sympathy for owners or players. Millionaires and billionaires arguing over petty dollars during possible World War III, an economy that is being destroyed by record high inflation, is not a good look. I mean, you can't argue with that. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I agree that it's not a good look, but, I mean, I don't think you can be mad at the owners and the players trying to come to what both sides believe is somewhat of a fair labor deal. Like You can't say, well, you're not allowed to talk about that because Russia is invading Ukraine. I know, I get that, but he's saying, like, with all that's going on in the world and has gone on over the past couple of years, 
I mean, make it work, guys. Yeah. Brian says, haven't watched Major League Baseball since the strike 20 years ago. Yeah. Baseball lost a lot of fans and a lot never came back. Um, nobody in the USA uh, watches MLB anymore because there are hardly any Americans left playing. That's just not true. That's just not true. It's just not. Blow by blow of hitting fundamentals. Wow, never thought I would yearn for the days when you guys talked about COVID. <laughs> okay. Hitters' approaches are terrible because of analytics. There's too much analytics in the game. Hit, on, hit it the other way is not the argument. Get on base by whatever means is the job. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that, that's all fair. That's all fair. Obviously, the news is being dominated by what's happening in Europe. And that will continue to be the case. And we are certainly not ignoring that. We mentioned it, you know, off the top of the show today. Um, I think it's on Gerard's show tomorrow, but it may be with Paul in the morning. I'm not sure. Just keep it locked in on Super Talk. There is a uh, professor of uh, European studies, I think, that is uh, going to be on one of those shows. I can probably actually tell you which one it is. Um. Yeah. Uh, Philip Zinke is a linguist and a historian and will bring his expertise as a European history professor to talk about the Ukraine-Russia situation. That's at 7.20 tomorrow morning with uh, Paul Gallo. So you can check that out if you are interested in learning more about what's going on and perhaps why. Uh, feel free to uh, to check that out. We gave you um, Mississippi State's tweet pitching rotation for the weekend. Landon Sims going in game one, Preston Johnson game two, and then Kate Smith in game three moved Casey Hunt out of the rotation. Ole Miss going with its same rotation from week one. Four o'clock tomorrow afternoon, Derek Diamond, the right-hander, will get the start. On At noon on Saturday, Ole Miss will go with lefty John Gaddis. And then at noon on Sunday, the right-hander, Drew McDaniel, will pitch for Ole Miss. Rebels uh, off to a 4-0 start. VCU brings a 2-2 two and two record into the weekend. They were in the uh, Starkville Regional last year. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Them and the Camels. Mm-hmm. Campbell and VCU and Mississippi State, and who was the other? I think it was Samford. The Bulldogs. You had a Bulldog v. Bulldog game yeah. one. You've got to really love your team to be at the ballpark to watch them play this weekend. Yeah, bundle up, layer up. Don't don't dress like the uh, the finished cross country skier. You're going to need more clothes than he had on, lest you suffer a frozen fate like he did. Like he did. Spandex when it's cold at the ballpark is probably not the best play, regardless. Spandex like probably isn't coming. the best call for me ever. To be totally honest, you think that I'm is probably... a good call for you? Do I, do I think spandex is a good call for me? Yeah. Do they make it in that size? Well, I mean, at, the, at that point, it's a trampoline, right? Of sorts, don't they? I mean, you know, at that point, you can just go ahead and put some rings in it and let kids jump on it. Do you own a banana hammock? Dear God. <laughs> no, I do not. 
Gonna cut, gonna cut that one second right there. I told y'all my story about that. If I didn't, we'll talk about it on tomorrow's show. Hey, um, we'll ride shotgun with you with the baseball games going on tomorrow afternoon. Mississippi State will be well into its game with a two o'clock first pitch. We'll get started at three, three o'clock. Three. Ole Miss will three o'clock first pitch. Mm-hmm. Sorry, three o'clock first pitch. We'll get started at 3 o'clock. Old Miss will get started at 4 o'clock. We'll keep you up to date with all that's going on. Join us for the ride. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Have a great night. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.